Bradley. What's up, my man? How are we doing, Connie? Oh, good, good. How are you, man? I'm good, man. We're back. We're back for episode three. Episode three. Looking at one of my personal favorite artists, I have to say. Oh, my. And surely this would be like up the top for the albums as well. Like when you look at when you look artist. at when you when you look at the albums, it's pretty up there. But it's also up there. It's like. In my personal opinion, and clearly in the world's personal opinion, yeah. one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, it's kind of hard to not go past it. Uh, welcome back to the Album Lounge, listeners. Um, we hope you enjoyed our last episode on Green Day's American Idiot. We're going to do something just a little bit different today. I don't think these albums are quite similar, I would say. Um, but today we're going to be looking at Michael Jackson's thriller oh my lord tell me about your love for this album carney my love i actually had never <laughs> properly listened to the album in full which i felt bad about yeah i listened to there's a lot of like strong hits on here that i listened to of course yeah but uh, i never listened to it but after listening to it like not to spoil my personal thoughts but i'm a strong lover and i yeah. mean i love michael jackson like i've got a massive michael jackson playlist mm-hmm. i've got a bunch of michael jackson albums on vinyl like off the wall dangerous history bad uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff so i am a massive fan of michael jackson period and all the things but what about you because you have told me before yeah that you weren't a big fan I don't think it was that I wasn't a big fan. It was just that maybe I hadn't given him the time that he deserved, potentially. Like, I remember growing up, I had, in my dad's car, there was a CD of Dangerous, um, which has some really great tracks on it. And I remember really enjoying it, but I just never got around to, like, you know, like, I know, like, the hits and stuff like that, just like every other person on the planet does. Um, But I just don't think I ever really gave like full albums ago uh and like i know his history and stuff like that like the jackson five and everything like that but this is this is the first time i've listened to thriller back to front for the first time ever yeah i recognized like even the songs that weren't the massive hits i still recognize i was like oh yeah of course this song um but I gotta say, I really did enjoy it. Right? And you can see why it is the best selling album of all time. It it's, still shocks it. me. It's just it. It's like, number one, this is it. Nothing's sold more. It sold like 65 million units. Yeah. Legally. Like, it's just so much right. more. And like, especially like now, how many like people don't like on bootlegs and stuff like that? Like, it's. You can't even imagine how many other times it's been like distributed right. and downloaded. It's nuts. Um, what else is some other facts? Here we go. Thriller spent 122 weeks on the Billboard 200. That's more than two years. <laughs> I would be interested on like its placement, like how long it was number one, how long it was like in the top 10, how long it was in the top 50, like that gradual very slow decline as it moves down. But still, it's huge. there's not many artists that I can name now that would ever match. Like, to have no. your album in the top 200 for two consecutive years no. is, like, immense. No, and these days, like, even if it's, like, a Taylor Swift album or something, you'd give it, like, a few months, like, six months maybe, um, and it would be, like, out of the top 100 at least. Um, but... It was just different, so different back then with albums. 
And the um, fact that when he died in 2009, in the US, is a US thing, but in the US, yeah. it sold 1.27 million copies. This is about 20 years after the album came out. Yeah, it's a lot. I think a lot of people have heard this album. I think a lot of people are going to have really strong opinions about this album as well. Oh, um, yeah, no. But my favourite part is that my boy, Mr. McCartney, makes an appearance. <laughs> this is during the time when he and um, Michael and Paul were besties. They'd, had, they, had they done Say 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 yet? Or is this after Say Say Say? I don't. We'll have to check. No. Because I love that song. That's on Pipes of Peace by Paul. And that is such a great song. Say, say, oh. say, Paul and Michael. I don't think I've heard it. I actually don't think oh. I've heard it. I know. I know. Check it out. I know. Um, anyway, shall we get into it? Let's just hop right in then. Let's do it. Here we go. Oh, Michael Jackson's yeah. Thriller. Uh, 1982, nine songs to get through. This is our shortest album so far. Yeah, it's um, rather short, but I mean... Short and sweet. Short and oh. pretty magnificent. Pretty magnificent. Um, track number one. Wanna be starting something. Perfect opener. From the guitar, from the instruments... Everything. This album in general just sounds so good. Credit to Quincy Jones, producer. Um, every element, every instrument, every vocal just sounds so beautiful. Everything has its exact spot and yeah. exact like... Everything is where it needs to be and it was put there for a reason. And it exactly. just, just makes the track sound so good. Do you know that like... um. After every song was mixed on this album, Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson sat together and then decided they hated the mixes for all of them and remixed every song and spent a week on each song. So, the, wait, so they mixed the whole album? They mixed they'd the whole a, album. They'd done, they'd a, done the it. first mix. They'd, done, they'd mix. done the mix. And then they hated it and mixed it again. And mixed every single song again, taking a from week scratch. on each song from scratch. Dang. Dang, I wouldn't <laughs> And do it that. shows because these yeah. are like perfect. Like the mixes on this. Want to be starting something? A perfect, in, like a perfect opening song. I love it. From the guitar. The, it's just iconic. It's yeah, just amazing. It's, it starts to play and you just instantly know like what you're in for. It just like is grade A Michael Jackson stuff. Exactly. It's so good. Be starting something? It just gets in your head. It's just... In fact, and the groove is insane. I remember when I when I listened to it, I was like, I knew the song, I recognized it, and then like coming back to the album, like after listening to it for this, I was just like, why is this song so damn catchy? Right? <laughs> it's it's really good, and you're right. It is like a perfect opener. Now, my rankings on this is the highest out of any album we've ranked. Right, so far. mine is mine is the same. Mine so I the- couldn't. Like, I can't really fault it. The, the only reason why it's not a five is because there's other songs I prefer on the album. So I gave it a 4.5. I gave it a four. I love the song, but it's just... At the very end, it does get a bit long. I think it it's is my only... Yeah. At the end, it repeats, you know. But, of course, you hit up the, 
where all the instruments stop and they're like, Mama say, Mama say, Mama Yeah, that's that so iconic. That bit oh. is so iconic. He got sued for that. I didn't realize until I stumbled upon it on like Instagram. Yeah. So I was listening to a song and somebody was like, this sounds familiar. And then they played it. It's like a song from the 70s or something mm-hmm. with almost like identical words. People were like, I thought, Ooh. and then turns out the people did sue Michael Jackson for the song and they landed with a settlement because it changed it slightly and then put they it into this it. song. Okay. That would actually make a really interesting episode. Like if you look at, because so many songs, like even today have been like copyright claims and like, oh, they stole this from that. They stole this from that. Uh, that would actually be good to like l- find a list of songs that have been like copyright listed and see if you think it's worth the claim or it's not worth the claim. Yeah. Like George Harrison's My Sweet Lord. They go like, and he lost. He lost mil- like a he million. Like so much money. Um, and I don't know. I don't think he deserved it, but anyway. Future episode. Yes, yes. Track number two. Baby Be Mine. I had never heard this song. This song is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Again, like, it's it's got similar elements, I think, to the first track. Like, especially like, with drum sounds and stuff like that. Um, but it's, again, I really enjoyed this song. <laughs> it's so good. The <laughs> Which intro- is going to be a recurring theme in this album. <laughs> that I really enjoyed the song. <laughs> the intro very much, it always tricks me because it reminds me of... um. Rock with you. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that intro reminds me a lot of this one, but the this drums song, are so good. And it's so chill and relaxed and laid back, and it's just groovy and all the synths and the drums. Again, like going on the talk of production and stuff like that. This obviously this album is very synth heavy, but like. It's not like it's the same synth over and over, something like that. Like, you know, like the different sounds, different elements, like really complement each other. I think are really on this track as well. And like so many of the other ones as well. Yeah. But no, again, but... it all just beautifully blends together. And like the instrumentation and stuff, like the drums and everything like that are just top tier. Everything's so particular and used for specific reasons. And I just love just all... Uh, it just all works together so well. Yep. And of course, we can't go past like Michael Jackson's vocals. <laughs> Michael Jackson's vocals. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jackson's vocals about on like that yet. every song. Okay. Michael Jackson's like soft vocals on this song as well. Yeah. They're just. I he had I, such I, a I have beautiful no words. time. I have no, he really did. I have no words. Um, spectacular. Baby Mine, I gave it a four. I did give it a four as well. I gave it a four as well. It's solid. And here we are, track number three. I don't, my ranking, I don't know how much I agree with it, but in comparison to all the other songs, I had to give it this. But You're not crazy on it? No, I, I love it. People hate it. I love it. I've got a CD just in case my phone dies in my car and I can't use Bluetooth anymore. Yeah. I've got two CDs that sit in there. One is the Beatles one CD, so nice. they're all number one singles. Yep. And the other is um, the history CD. So the oh, first yeah. one's got a compilation of a bunch of like hits. Yeah. And one of the hits on this is Girl Is Mine. And yeah. I was like, oh. And I listened to this a bunch because it's just so fun. Groovy. Just groovy. But out of all the songs in the album, it just had to be a bit lower. But yeah. that doesn't knock it. It is such a fun, like sort of like smooth song. Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson yeah. back and forth. 
is amazing. I really wish they'd had more of a chance to do more together. No, of course. Um, I think they could have done like so much more, but then Michael bought Paul's song catalog. Well, I feel like, you know, I hate that he did it, but Paul McCartney, he sort of, he sort of, he sort of asked for it. He was like, maybe you should get into buying royalties. And Michael Jackson then it's like, bought I his remember, royalties. I remember seeing, um, cause Paul had been like asked about like interviews about this so many times over the years. And he always says it like the same way. Like, it's like, oh, you should get into song publishing and royalties and stuff like that. Um, and then he was like, I'm going to buy your songs. And then he did. Because I don't think... Because Paul could have bought them, but I don't think he had enough money to do it. And he, like, he tried to get like Yoko to buy the other half and then they just couldn't get their shit together. And then Michael Jackson swooped in and bought like most of the Beatles and Paul's catalogue. Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> and that swiftly oh, wait, ended wait, their wait. friendship. Oh, my. But I do love... Little speaking that they have at the end before they oh, go back yeah, into yeah. singing. That's cool. I think it's so funny, especially love how they go back into singing. Yeah. When Paul's like, um, you know, she said that I was going to be her forever lover. She's like, that's <laughs> fine. That oh, it's so funny. Michael Jackson is like, oh, she said after after loving me, she'd never love another. Yeah. Oh, did she really say that? Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I think, like, going back to Say Say Say, I think I prefer Say 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 to this. I think really? Say 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 is more iconic. And, man, if you haven't heard this song, you got to check out the music video. They play, like, it's, like, the two of them, Linda and oh, some other guy. He's probably really famous. I'm probably mind-blanking now. But they play these, like, con artists that sell, like, this juice that, like, makes you really, really strong. So the start <laughs> of the video is, like, like Paul's like advertising it and he's like, come around, come around. Like you like this drink will like change your life. And like Michael acts as this, like he's like from the crowd and he comes up and he like, um, he takes a swig of it, does like a, it's like he jumps around. And then like the other guy that there was like this huge muscly guy, like Michael Jackson, like a stick, but like they verse each other in like an arm wrestle and Michael Jackson wins. <laughs> <laughs> And then everyone's like, I'll take, like, five bottles. And then, like, it just shows them, like, five seconds later, like, the four of them, like, driving off together, like, counting all the cash and stuff like that. Like, easily one of Paul's best music videos of that all time. That sounds so funny. Same I don't know why I haven't seen that. That sounds amazing. It's so good. Got to check it out. Um, but I gave the girls mine a four. I think I still really enjoy it. Um, but I think it is the weakest track on the album. Um, Let me. I haven't ranked anything. Yeah, no, I it's agree. Like I the agree. four with like "Baby Be Mine" and "The Girl Is Mine" are both um, fours, and they are like my lowest rankings on the album. I gave it a um, three and a half. Though. Three and a half. Okay, fair. It's not much lower than a four, but <laughs> um, it's pretty close. And then, as we move on to the next track, track perfect, track. Four, perfect track, perfect track, perfect track, perfect track. I could, if, if someone was like, you can only listen to this song for the rest of your life, I'm like, fair enough. I will say that, like, I remember when I was young and saw the music video, mm -hmm. the full length thing, 
and like the ending, like with the dude's voice, I'm like, that still freaks me out. I can just imagine like kids listening to that and they're like, that. <laughs> I think that was a pretty good impression, actually. <laughs> can someone like cut my laugh and put the original together? I think I don't think you'd be able to tell the difference of who's who. Um, Anyway, <laughs> um, Thriller's a pretty perfect track, don't you think? Um, I think it's just magical. I think it's... Are you, are you okay? You, you're right. <laughs> I think I've got Carney with my Thriller voiceover <laughs> The impression was perfect. I can't yeah, knock I it. But uh, That's pretty good. No, I agree with you. My mum would always tell me that I saw this music video when I was really young and it scared me like shitless. Like yeah. I was like a really scared kid. Yeah, I was like, I can't for watch sure. This. I was the same. <laughs> like I remember seeing it, it just like freaked me out. But like, we'll go, we'll go back to the song obviously, but like we can't not talk about the music video. The music video is in, that's what I like about Michael Jackson and people don't do this anymore. And I'm saying, I think you should do this more. Every single one's like a short film. Yeah. Like the music video, if you look at like this and like Smooth Criminal. Oh yeah, like of course. eight to like 13 minute videos for maybe like a five minute song. Yeah. And it's like, because it like, the music video is amazing. And the outfit. Yeah, it's iconic. It is iconic. The whole, the song, the music video, the outfit, everything about that moment is so iconic. Yeah. Well, that moment, like, I think like, it's like, obviously with this album, it's like peak Michael Jackson popularity. So you can kind of see like how like, massive that music video with the album and everything like that would have been like it was just like he was the biggest artist in the world at that time like no one could touch him at that time he was he was massive exactly oh but anyway the song like it's just it's amazing as soon as you hear the synth it's like the in the intro as well iconic like people don't talk about the intro the intro that like one minute Kadoon gat Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, they, when they lead up before the synths come in it's amazing the door creak all the sound oh. effects the chorus and I've looked at this before you know and I've and I've gone into my little garage band and I've sung along with the harmonies to create yeah. them myself that we might I might play later because it's it. so fun <laughs> but um the harmonies if you look up stems because some dudes have done like yeah Michael Jackson harmony stems are Immense. I can all of them. I can see how thorough he would be with this, like especially vocal harmonies. Like, listen, all of them are like so deep. Every harmony's doubled. They're like four, five part harmonies for these words, yeah. and they don't even like a lot of the time you wouldn't naturally harmonize like this. A lot of them are like really well thought out. Yeah. But this is like my favorite Michael Jackson track. What I think is one of the best. Like, yeah. it's, it's like pers- it's my personal top. Like, I listen to Thriller and I go crazy. Yeah. Well, I think, like, how many songs can you hear a door creak and know what song it is? You know what I mean? Like, you just, you just know instantly, oh, it's Thriller. Like, from a door creak. Um, my favourite part is the, towards the end, I don't even know how to explain this since, like, the doom doom. Like, it's like this, do you know what part I'm talking about? It's like, it always sounds like, I always thought it sounded like, a frog or something like that. It was like the do 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 It comes. Yes, up. yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. I that sound. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's so good, and it's just like one specific sound out of the whole album. 
But I really think it's just like, again, it's just another perfect moment in a song full of perfect exactly. moments. Exactly. Especially like, you, you hear the door slam. Boom. Oh. Right. Again, you can just see how like he picture perfect, have everything laid out, have exactly how he wanted to go. See, I've literally yes. got written here. Um, when I was writing, I was like, I was like, don't need to listen to this song again. I know, I know what I want to rank it. Yeah. I would give it an 80 out of five if I could. Yeah. If any song, if we can, maybe that could be a thing we throw, like, we throw a few sixes out there. Maybe. If we're, if maybe. we're ever going to throw, like, a six out of five for a song, I think Thriller deserves a six this out of five. This is definitely, but I gave it a five. It yeah. has to be. It has to be It's a perfect a song. It's you a can't perf- fault it. You can't. Especially you- the, the bit with the dance break. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Everything's great about this song. <sighs> two fives, two fives for Thriller, very well deserved. <clears throat> and you think like, how can this album like get any better? And then you get beat it. Perfect song again. I, I, what can I say other than this <laughs> song? <laughs> I'd also like to say, and I heard this recently. I can't remember where I saw it, but they were talking. Apparently, they were testing for weeks. They'd come into the studio. And test snare sounds. They had a bunch of snares oh, yeah, lined up. Yeah, I can up imagine that, yeah. And hitting each snare to get a perfect sound. And Michael Jackson was so picky about it. Yeah. Because he wanted to beef it up. And then somebody had left a snare in the snare case. And there was a screwdriver or like a wrench or something on the top of a shelf. Yeah. And somebody had knocked it. And it fell and hit the, the snare case. And Michael Jackson said, what's that sound? Do that again. <laughs> and yeah. that is on beat. Four of every bar, like when you do 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 goo, oh, goo. That is the sound that you're hearing. It's just some studio magic. Just something that wasn't even meant to happen. And I find that just insane. Yeah, it's again. It's just another perfect song. Like this song just rocks. It rips. I love the. I know we're talking about the dance a lot, but Michael Jackson is so, like, all of the beats and the music and the singing the dancing is so intertwined. Yeah. And this music video as well has such a massive staple in my head, but the dance, I love everything that goes with this, and his singing is yeah. crazy. And it rocks. Like, for a Michael Jackson song, they're so funky and groovy. That's this right. This rocks, rocks hard. And, like, you can't go past the guitar solo. By Eddie Van Halen for free. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen did that for free. I think because he was just... In the area. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, you want to come play on a song? And then... And the solo rips. Oh, my God. I have, like... When I teach, I... For those who don't know, I'm a music teacher. And I get so many students who want to learn this riff on guitar. I'm like, let's, let's learn beat it, beat it. Let's, like, let's learn it. Um, and then they get to the guitar song. and like, uh... <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Never mind. Just show me the riff. <laughs> Just look at the riff, guys. Obviously, the riff is so iconic, but like that solo for me, like I feel like obviously a lot of people think like beat it, they think of the riff, and that is the song, but like the guitar solo just stands out for me on its own. Like it's just magic. It is so good. It is so, so good, that guitar solo. Um, but like just so the well. drums sound as well again like 
the, the drum. I love the fact that there's so many drum intros that Michael Jackson has, especially on this He's album. He's very percussive. In that the way are that so he iconic. Like it's not like I can be like, oh, what is this song? I know exactly. You hear these drums, and I'm yeah. like. It's big. Like it's big. It's on sad. this song, on the next song, especially. Oh. Um, I think the percussive elements is one of this album's highlights. It really is. But beat it again. It just has to be a five. It has to be five. <laughs> it's no. It's a five. It's a it's five. five. It's a five all the yeah. way. It's a five. Or two fives in a row. I don't think that'll ever happen again. I don't know how likely that will be. be yeah, I'm gonna put out a spoiler, but it's actually three fives in a row for me. It, of course. It's going to be three fives anyway. Sorry, How it's, it's it three not? fives. Because the next song is Billie Jean. What? Again, like even before the bass line comes in, like I've done, again, I've done this song with so many students on drums and stuff like that. If I like, if I like was like listening in the car and like I just heard that, that's it. That's all I need to hear is that first <laughs> hi-hat and kick, and I know what song it is. That drum sound and just the drums in general is so iconic. And I love how, again, like there is really masterful drums throughout this album, but the basic beat just serves the song and it gives it exactly what it needs. It doesn't need to be flashy. It doesn't need to have multiple fills. In I don't think there are like any fills in this. I think it's straight oh, the whole it's time. It's pretty much straight the whole time. And it's just, it's perfect. Exactly what the song needs. It's like a very beatle thing to have like the drums very like, it serves the song. It doesn't have its own elements or things that like distract from it. Like, you know, the song is just so rhythmically tight. Yes, of It course. just flows and it's just, it's perfect. Again, and obviously his vocals and the bass his vocals, part. vocals, yeah, we didn't. And just like, ah. Uh, we didn't talk about it before, but this man's high register that he can like fully belt out and shout. Yeah. And then the harmonies as well. And the guitar, like the... Oh, yeah. That bit I love as Again, well. it's not a massive, like massively difficult part. And the... What you were just talking about. Like that's not like... It's not like this huge lead solo break or anything like that. It's just this riff, like this repeating ostinata that just keeps going and keeps going. Like it's just, but it just serves that part of the song so well. Again, I think yeah. it's another another one of these songs. To like, what else can you really say about it that hasn't no, already course. been said? It's just, it's just like perfect. Also, I do have some facts about Billie Jean as well. Oh, please, here. please, Billie Jean was. Apparently mixed 91 times. <laughs> 91. And then wow. Quincy Jones then requested that they should go back and listen to mix number two. And then that, and that they listened to it and it blew everybody away because they'd apparently overmixed it to yeah. like a crazy amount. So they went with that. That's the one on the record yeah. is the second mix they did. I think that's why, like, in studios and stuff like that, you can do mix after mix after mix after mix. But I think when you're, like, got that adrenaline for this fresh song that you've just completed and, like, the mi- you want to get the mix as perfect as possible, you can sometimes, like that, like, over-mix it and just be, like, so finicky and so, like, it needs to be, like, that needs to be, like, 0.1 dB lower or something like that. But then, like, you can go and go and go, but then you'll find that the one that you had at the start is probably the best one you're going to get. Yeah. 
It, it, again, it's just another perfect song. Any, any more facts? Oh, uh, yeah. Quincy Jones claims, because this is obviously very disputed as to what this song is about. Yes. Because Michael Jackson says a lot of things, but Quincy Jones claims that Jackson told him Billie Jean was based on a girl who climbed over his wall one morning and accused him of being the father of one of her twins. Uh, fangirls. <laughs> Which I think is insane as well. Because there were a lot of things, people brought up a lot of the time that somebody was claiming that their kid yeah. was Michael Jackson's kid. And there was a lot of things. People were like, is this song based off of that? But he said it wasn't. Damn. He said it was based off of like fans or something. But I still think that's... Damn, Michael Jackson had some crazy fans. I remember... Um, I think I remember seeing like a documentary about that or something. And just like the way that like when Michael Jackson would be like going to things or whatever, like fans were just crazy. Plus that video, have you seen? I'm sure you have. It's like that live concert where he's like out on this like massive, I don't know, you wouldn't call it like a bridge in like this walkway live. And like this fan like climbs up onto it. It's like the Titanic. He's like got his arms out and like the fans like holding onto him and stuff like that. It's just Michael Jackson's fans. Like again, at this time we're just... Crazy. crazy and you can see he's the biggest artist in the world at this time exactly no one could touch him at this time and no before, way and before we move on as well like this song did debut the like iconic moonwalk and michael jackson glove yeah like this song performed at um i think it's the motown 25th anniversary yeah i think it was when it debuted the classic moonwalk like yeah he yeah, yeah, this yeah, song yeah yeah with everything and I've watched that Dang. video so many times, I will say, but I think we should move on. Whew, what a banger. Um, again, I didn't give it five because I felt like I'd already given three fives. <laughs> and like, I feel like those three songs are just on another level of their own. Um, but Human Nature is a pretty stunning song. The amazing synth intro. I mean, like, because those synths are completely Different to the others. The fact that every so like, this song set. just stands out on its own from the album, I think. It's for, like in tone and, and sound. Like, like lyrically, it's pretty magnificent. Um, and it's so soft. Like compared to the others, we've had a lot of hard hitting ones. Especially you've just been hit by like three of arguably probably three of Michael Jackson's, or if not three, like his three biggest hits back to back to back. Um, and then you like you get this as well. It's just like the perfect mood changer. Shift. The light and shade on this album is amazing. Like, yeah, you have so many like it goes up and it goes down. It goes back up again for a decent bit, and it comes down very well. Like it brings he brings yeah, it down very well. Human right. nature is nice, pretty. He's got some nice soothing, soft vocals on it as well. Because I mean, Michael Jackson's always smooth, but he knows what to do in different moments, and it works amazingly. He's a smooth criminal. Stop talking. Okay, sorry. Uh, I gave Human Nature four point five. I gave it a four. Four. I gave it a four. I might, I might change my opinion later on, but I can't change it now. So it's a four. Yeah. Um. Track number eight. Oh, man, this song slaps. I think I might actually disagree with what my my ranking here. Yeah. Yeah, I might. I'm, 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 are we, are we having poor. a live ranking poor. change? I don't. I've left my document on view only. Just, just tell me. Just Edit. tell me the number. What is it? 
What, what are you I've changed do? it. I've upped it from a four to a four and a half. Yeah, uh, it's four and a half for me. Track number eight, pretty young thing. Again, like dun, from the guitar the intro, like the dun, 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 dun. and then when the drums come in, man, it's just like yes, here we go. I'm gonna love you, BYT. Oh, the shouts, the harmonies, yes, the yeah, funk, yeah. the groove. The groove. When I listened to this, I was like. What is this song? Because I read it and I was like, what is this song? And I was listening and I was like, okay, I can get into this. But when that bit came in, I was like, oh, it's this. Like, I yeah. didn't know it, but I had heard it. And it it sends me. Like, I love it so much. Yeah. It's it's, it's one of those songs where, like, I just listened to it. I was just like, far out. This song just, it's just rocks. Again, like, it's just like the beat and, like, the groove and the drive it's got. Like, you're just, like, bobbing your head to it and stuff like that. Even when I'm, like, I've got the song, like, playing in my head right now. It's just like... It's just like it's so good. Again, just another really great track. Um, pretty young thing, four point five. You gave four, four and a half. Yeah, hands down. Just it's rock. beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. I love the drums on this song. That's so like again coming back to the percussion. Like it's just so tight. The rhythm section rock. is amazing. Yeah, the rhythm, really especially is. on this one, the rhythm section like shines. Yeah, it's so like, good. Oh. Mm. And and that's it. We're already at the last song of the album. Oh my! It's just that's the thing. It starts and then it's gone. It doesn't like it doesn't that's have sad. two songs. That's sad. Um, the lady in my life, the softer song on the album, and it's just beautiful. Oh, I listened to it and I was like, I was like, oh, it's a bit, a bit brought down for the end. But I quite I've like said this it before. though. I like, I especially like when albums do that. I like when it brings it back down to something that's grounded. But this one. The chord, yeah. the chord progressions yeah. are very like Stevie Wonder, Motown-y yes, with right. the choices. I hear Stevie and these like chord changes, they're just so perfect. Then like, they're just like a little bit more advanced than like just normal like static chords and stuff like that. They just flow beautifully in and out. It's really just... And um, of course, his vocals on it are just spectacular. Oh. Really nice. I really like the bass on this as well. Oh, yeah? It's so... So good, yeah. It do, again, it doesn't like need to be overplayed or anything like that. It's just simple, really nice. It just follows it so good. Um, it's not my favorite on the album. Again, it, it's a four for me just because like there's so many like high highs. Like I still love this song. Um, oh no, of course, yeah. But uh, obviously, with an album full of some of the biggest songs of all time, um, it, it kind of some of the songs in the middle are on their own level. So I gave it a four. Lady in my life, a four. <laughs> How about you? I gave it a four and a half. Four and I a half. really enjoyed the ending. I really enjoyed the whole song. Yeah, the whole song is just so beautiful, I feel. Yeah. <sighs> what an album. What a masterpiece. What an album. Once again, we've had a lucky streak with these albums. Perfect opener, perfect closer. That's right. Opinion. Again, again, like it just suits. It gives the album exactly what it needs to. Now, what everyone's been waiting for. What is your What is your ranking? What is your What is your What is your ranking for this album? I gave it a ten. Oh, I gave it a ten. I could not. Like it's the biggest selling album of all time. How can you not give it a 10? You know what I mean? It's the no. biggest selling album. Like, does it have weaker songs on it compared to the middle? Yes. But it's as strong as, like, it's this album is as strong as its individual elements. And it makes each song... The album wouldn't be the album if it wasn't for, like, one of these songs. Even if it's one of the weaker songs, 
that still makes the album what it is. Yeah, no. So even though, like, for me personally, like, going into it as not a huge Michael Jackson fan, I had to look at it as an album, not, and, like, I wasn't as biased. Like, you know, if I was ranking a Beatles album or something, maybe I'd rank <laughs> songs higher than what they deserve. But for me, it's someone that has just come in and, like, recognised a lot of these tracks and found its place in the album and really gave it a good listen. I couldn't... You can't fault the album. It's the greatest selling album of all time. You can't not give it a 10. I know. I, I will say, I was about to not give it a 10. I've changed my mind. I've mid-changed my mind. I've looked back. Yeah. I, I think it deserves a 10. Like, this is a I think it has like to. solid album Ooh. the whole way through. Let's go. The first full 10 on the, the album. The first full lounge. 10 on the album, lads. And obviously... This album is not skippable. It's not skippable. This it's is an unskippable album. Stand first, down. Let's go. Oh the my. Unskippable album. I think album, it's deserved. I think it's deserved. Term. If you disagree, you can go. You can leave your own home. If you're listening wherever you are, yeah, leave where you're going. And, and listen to the album again. And listen to the you're album again. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, um, my top rankings is the three fives. Like, maybe they're not, like, you can't, they can't not be the top three. Thriller. Beat It and Billie Jean. Uh, hands down. Those are the yeah. top three from this album. Um, Everybody knows them as well for a justifiable reason. I don't think any of them are overplayed or overrated. No, I no, think they deserve all the praise that they get. But I would say, listen to the album in full because there's a lot of deep cuts that I didn't right. know yeah. that still shine as high as these ones. And um, I was going to say that like Wanna Be Starting Something and PYT and stuff like that and Human Nature as well. I don't think they're that far underneath. Like, I didn't give them fives, like 4.5s, but I, just, I don't think they're that, like, for enjoyable level for me, I don't think they're that below Thriller, Beat It, and Billy Jean. No, no. I think they are just as good songs, like, on this album. So, like, really, if you're putting that, that's like, what, I only gave this album, what, three fours, and everything else was higher. Every other, The two other albums we've done, we've had, like, threes and 3.5s and stuff like that, but you can't, like... And the only reason why I gave them those four and the 4.5 is because of the other, the, the magnitude of the other songs on the album. I mean, they have to be ranked in terms of how they fit with every other song on the album. That's right. But I still think they're very close. Like, we yeah. split them up, but I think they're very close because of how, like, and Yeah, like, it's only, are. like, one point difference between the lowest song <laughs> and the highest song. So it's just a credit to the album and Michael and Quincy Jones and like all of the session artists, like including a lot of members of Toto. Like, yes. um A lot of members like Steve Lukather and all those guys, like they played, um, they had a heavy input on the instrumentation of this album. Like There's it's a perfect those... album. It is a perfect yeah. Album. A lot of those classic Motown players played on this stuff as well. That's right. The stuff like that wannabe style and something. I love those guitars by the same dude. I can't remember the name because I've yeah. seen it in a video. But like those classic guitar parts are done usually by the same person as well yeah. and that sort of stuff. And it's great. And you can tell Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson did want it to be a perfect album. And especially is. after Off the Wall. And you can tell there's so much more effort into it. Yeah. Apparently he was getting his like musicians to think like Michelangelo yeah in terms of like they're playing in the construction and it really shows like it everything does. is the detail and the precision and everything is like immense yeah. on this well there you go folks the first double 10 the first unskippable album and Hell of course yes. Thriller by Michael Jackson oh the perfect album the highest selling album of all time wow what else can be said deserved Deserved, hands yeah. down. 
Shall we get into our song of the episode? Hell yes, Let's we should. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, Thriller is done and dusted. Yes. Um, let's have a look at our song of the episode. Would you like to start? You can start, mate. I can start this time? Ah, oh, thanks, mate. I know. Um, How kind. I mentioned in last week's episode that I was still um, really loving and enjoying Green Day's new album. Yeah. So this, and I said that probably next week's song of the episode would be a song from Saviors, and it is. Um... There are quite a few songs that I could could have picked from Saviors because I've been really enjoying that album so 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 much. I still haven't given um, it a listen, so you got to get to it. I need to. It'll um, happen. It'll happen. But my favorite at the moment is a song called "Good Night Adeline." Oh, um, it's not like because there's like really fast, like you know, like typical Green Day punk songs on here. This is like a little bit more like head bangy, like yeah, more. Like, it's not a slow song by any chance, but it's just more like, instead of like, you know, like head banging and stuff like that, it's just more like a more medium style tempo. So it's we're talking like a bit, what's her name-esque in terms no, of No, even speed? slower than that. Really? I'm thinking like, um, like Brain Stew. Brain oh, Stew tempo. Brain Stew? Yeah. Brain Stew is slow when yeah. you listen to it. Um, that kind of tempo, but it's like, you know, Brain Stew is very like heavier where this is much it's like g d e minor c like these big open chords and it's uh, and it just sounds so nice and the chords just like i really love billy's vocals on it yeah it's in a much higher like range for him um and it just sounds so good it's so catchy and it just pumps i've just been loving that song at the moment i'm trying oh. to make my song of the episodes more modern more today so this <laughs> is like a song that's been out for like Two weeks. So, nice. Good Night Adeline by Green Day off their new album, Saviors. Check it out. Nice, nice. I've also got one that's pretty new as well. Yeah. So, we're matching. It's off of an album that hasn't come out yet. Uh-huh. From a niece. It's from a niche artist. Um, he's from one of, one of my favorite bands currently. Yeah. And he does solo stuff. Yeah. So, this song's called Letting Things Go by Wolfman featuring... You I think her name's Evangeline. You love that dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's great. Like, the song is so... The song has two, possibly three instruments in it. So it's wow, okay. highly minimalist. Yeah. But I love the sound. It's very, like, Motown... Groovy. Funk, but it's groovy, also neo-funk yeah. as well. Okay, yeah, so yeah. So her, vocal, her vocals on it are amazing. They're, like, nice, airy, like, very high... Yeah. Love it. You should definitely listen to it. I'm obsessed with the piano part. I've I've learned it already. This nice road sound. Nice. This brilliantly like crafted chord progression that I love. And the only drums, which I will say I love the person who's doing it, Jack Stratton, mm-hmm. who is the who is the artist on the song. He he's really into grooving with like oh, I just cracked like hard. That's he's right. really into grooving with um he says the least drum information mm-hmm. that you can have. So the only drums are a sort of clicky type bass on two and four. So oh, wow. That's, that's the only drums. It's Damn, just piano okay. and that. And then possibly there, ma- there might be a bass in the background. Yeah. But that is like disputed. Like you'll, if you listen to it, which I think you should, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The track is amazing. But um, 
yeah, and it's just like nice, and it's I like the minimalist sound and feel. And it's very dry, and it just sounds it just sounds amazing. That's cool. And it's got a little it's got a little talking insert at the beginning. Yeah. So I have to be. A fan. I love when Letting songs things do that. go by Wolf Mom. That's so cool. And listeners, if you want to find these songs, if you if we skip past the name or if you don't hear it. Um, you can head to our Instagram at the Album Lounge Pod and head to our link section and you'll find a Spotify playlist that will take you straight to it and you'll have all of the um, Song of the Episode songs in one place. You can listen to them. Let us know what you think. Um, we'll get to making an Apple Music one too. We'll make an Apple Music one for all our Apple Music friends out there. Hands but down, another successful down. Song of the Episode done and dusted. Brilliant. Very nice. Oh. Another great episode under our belts, Carney. Oh, hell yes. Oh, for one of my favorite albums, so I'm very pleased. It's very made pleased. me want to go back and really give Michael Jackson's discography a good You listen. should. I um, think maybe we should look at more Michael Jackson albums. Yes. Listeners, possibly. let us know what albums you want to hear. If you want to hear Off more Michael wall. Jackson, Bad, Dangerous, so many. Oh. Too many. Um <laughs> Now, where are we heading next episode, Carney? We are, like, oh. going... For me, we're going, like, so out of my comfort zone. <laughs> yes. But I'm actually quite excited. <laughs> yes, um, we're heading to an artist which I've fallen in love with as well. I think a lot of people would agree. We're going very modern. We've hit a lot of, like, you know, we've, hit, we've gone across, you know, the Some years. Some classics, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But, but the most modern album we've done so far by far. Is um with Olivia Rodrigo's new album Guts. Let's go. Which came out last year. Last year. Sorry, it just hit me that this is a 2023 album. Yeah. So but this is like fresh. Yes. I do have it on vinyl as well. <gasps> I do. I know. I think I might I need know. to get it on vinyl after I listen to did it. Did someone say I bought the JB Hi-Fi exclusive? Let's go. Because I did with a different cover. Shout out to JB Hi-Fi <laughs> for giving us coloured vinyls. Uh, well, I'm excited. Yeah. So tune in too. next episode. And thank you for listening as always. I've been Brad. I've been Carney. And thanks for listening to the Album Lounge. We'll see you next time. <laughs>